Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. It is presented by L.L. Flooring and Bank of America. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you take on your home improvement projects. Does your home ever feel like a money pit? Well, we get it, but it's all about perspective because for us, a money pit is not a disaster. It's a home you love. So whether you're dealing with a repair, you're dreaming about a reno, consider us your coach, your helper. We can be your home improvement therapist if that's necessary, whatever it takes to help you guys get your place where you want to be to create your best home ever. You can reach out to us with your questions. You can email us to show at moneypit.com. You can post your question on our website. Uh, you can also pick up the phone and call us at one eight 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 money pit and we'll call you back the next time we are in the studio. Coming up on today's show, do you love the classic look of an intricate chevron pattern on a floor? We're going to share a new way to get that look that's affordable and totally handcrafted in just a bit. And for the last few months, we've all been cleaning out our houses a lot more than we did before the pandemic. But with all those cleaning products, did you ever wonder if you were exposing yourself to toxic chemicals in the process? We're going to share a better option. And if you're thinking about updating your bedroom with a new mattress, we're going to have some tips to make sure your purchase results in a better night's sleep. And hey, if you want to win some tools to help you with your holiday decor and all of your crafting, we have launched the perfect event for you. It's the Holiday Home Decor Giveaway. Now, it's presented by Arrow Fastener, and they have hooked us up with a dozen sets of tools worth over $125 each to give away to a lucky dozen Money Pit listeners. You can check it out at moneypit.com slash sweepstakes. But first, we want to know what you want to know. How can we help you create your best home ever? Give us a call with those questions at one eight 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 Money Pit or post them to our website at moneypit.com. Let's get going. Leslie, who's first? Mike in Michigan's on the line with a question about installing a whole house fan. What's going on there, Mike? What's your situation? I've, I've got a, a brand picked out. It's the uh, Tamarack, I think, that you guys have seen on uh, this old house videos. And... Um, my question is the location. It needs to be installed at a at a central location and at the highest point for that. For us, that's a, a great room. It gets warmest. It includes a kitchen. It's got vaulted ceilings. But that that, um, that portion um, is at an angle of the roof. And I'm wondering if if that um, if it's not recommended. I don't have the unit. I'm, um, but I'm wondering if it can be installed on an angle or if installing something like that. On a kitchen, in a kitchen, is a is a poor idea. Um, another variable is that next year we'll be doing a kitchen remodel. We don't have a range hood 
we just have the microwave version of that. And if, if I should instead get a, a, a proper range hood that exhausts out of the house and then find a different location for the whole house fan, what is it that you guys suggest? All right, let's break this up into pieces here. So first of all, your question is, where does the whole house fan go? It can't go on a cathedral ceiling, which is what you're describing to us. It has to go uh, on a flat ceiling where there's an attic space above, because in that attic space, you have to have exhaust venting. Basically, it pulls the air from your house up into the attic space. It usually goes out through some very large gable vents down the end of the building, because you can't too terribly pressurize that attic space. So it's not going to work in the great room that you've described. I thought maybe you were going to tell me that you had a little bit of an attic above that, but it sounds like you have no no attic. So it's really not designed for that particular type of installation because you have to get plenty of exhaust ventilation in that space or it's not going to work. Now, you do bring up a good point with what's the effect of this whole house fan uh, on a kitchen and other ventilation systems. Um, if you're not careful, you can depressurize the whole house and that can certainly take, the, take not only the kitchen smoke and stuff, take it out through the fans, but it, I've seen it depressurize a house so much that it reverses the drain draft on uh, the heating system, which is, of course, really bad because now you're pulling your combustion gases into the house. So it's the kind of thing that you really need to approach carefully, maybe get some um, expert help to make sure you're not overdoing it and finding the right place for that. But typically, you're going to put that in a second floor hallway or if it's in a ranch, uh, somewhere near the bedrooms. And the way you use that, of course, is you've got to have some windows or doors open in different parts of the house when that fan kicks on so that you're pulling a breeze through. Otherwise, you'll just depressurize the house uh, and that could lead to all sorts of issues. Yeah, that's um, that's fantastically helpful. Um, but so it, you would not recommend putting it in that area, even if I was to open a window, you say, you say don't put it in the cathedral ceiling portion of the home. Depends on how big that attic is. If I had a really small attic that was just barely big enough to fit that fan, I probably wouldn't do it. Excellent. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, sir. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we've got Sandy in Texas on the line who's got a question about texturing drywall. Tell us about your project. Strip the wallpaper in our kitchen and so it's down to sheetrock. And we'd like to uh, put texture in it, uh, but I'd like to do it as simply as possible. So I've heard that you can put texture into paint, and I'd like some more information about that or what you recommend. That is possible, right, Leslie, to use an additive in paint. But frankly, we usually get the opposite question. Most people call us wanting to take the texture away. So I, so I would say, Sandy, are you really sure you want to do this? <laughs> because once it gets on there, it's hard to make it uh, make it go away. Right, yes. I, I mean, our other walls have some texture. I mean, and it's not a heavy texture. It's just a little bit to make it just not the flat And it's a texture in the paint, or it's an actual texture within the drywall itself, almost like a stippling? Well, I'd rather not go that route, is the the stippling or spackling. Um, I'd like to add some texture to the paint just to give the wall something other than the smooth drywall. Well, there's a couple of different techniques that you can use. Um, First, there's something called a linen technique. That's done with almost like a wallpaper brush, sort of a very short stiff bristle that's you know maybe 12 inches to 18 inches wide and you put the paint on and then you sort of drag that brush through 
and that gives you a linear texture to it. And that can kind of look like wallpaper and you can do it with one color or do a base color and then let that dry and then put a thinner coat on top and then drag that line through. Um, you could do something that's almost called, a I guess it is actually called a Venetian plaster, but that involves, you know, sort of marbling the texture on and, and burnishing it and rubbing it. And it really is a heavier coat of paint and plaster, but that gives a really interesting sort of cloudy textural look that sometimes has a high shine to it. Um, there's a suede texture. I think Ralph Lauren is one of the paints that makes that. And that has, um, it really does look like suede. It has that sort of like rubbed, softer, matte looking texture to it. There's a sanded finish where there's actual sand in the paint. Sometimes that can feel a little rough, almost like a sandpaper, but um, that gives a nice texture too. They all have different application techniques. So if I were looking at a paint that has a specific texture in a home center, I'd make sure that I really read those directions and looked at what that manufacturer was recommending for the application process and get those correct tools and do the proper prep work for it. Because some of those textures are, you know, kind of labor intensive for a DIYer and you want to make sure you get it right. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, I will look into the uh, things you've suggested here and make a decision then. I hope that helps you out. It does. Thank you so much. Has a guy in Maryland, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? I have a crawl space. It's about four foot high. And um, I had always have this moisture problem inside the house. I mean, it. The house fogs up, the windows fogs up real bad, and after doing some research, I don't know, I was assuming that it was my crawl space was doing it. So I went out and bought the vapor barrier to put underneath there, but I came up with this problem where I don't know how to secure it to the wall or how far up the wall I should put it because I don't really want to punch any more holes in that wall. Here's the thing. There's a lot of reasons that you may have high humidity in the house, what I would suggest you do is to get a, a very thick visqueen vapor barrier, lay it edge to edge in the crawl space and let it overlap about four feet. I wouldn't worry so much about sealing it against the wall. Yeah, it'll make it a little bit better, but I, I think we can, it'll probably do an amazing job just by itself. But you don't want to stop there. You want to address the reason that the crawl space is so damp and that's outside. Typically what happens is if the grate around the yard, especially right near the house, the first four to six feet is flat, you'll have a lot of water that will soak into that soil and work its way into the crawl space. The other thing is if your gutters are clogged or if your downspouts are not extended away from the walls, typically downspouts will dump about a foot or two away from a foundation wall. And that's kind of silly because the water just does a U-term and runs right back onto the house. But if you were to extend those downspouts, make sure the gutters are nice and clean and, and regrade the soil at the perimeter so that it slopes away, all of those things will reduce the amount of moisture that gets into the crawl space and hence up into the house because the vapor will move up through the floor structure and get into the rest of the house. And then in the house, you could address um, ventilation in the attic by adding a ridge vent uh, and a soffit vent, and that will kind of help flush it out. And, and essentially, you'll have a system that will move that moisture right through. But I wouldn't get too hung up on how to attach that plastic to the walls. I would just lay it down as best you can with as few seams as possible and then improve the grading and the drainage of the foundation perimeter. And I think you'll see a big difference just with those couple of things. Oh, that sounds like a, a better idea than I had. And I was just trying to rock my brain figuring out how to secure it to the wall and how far up the wall I should go. But, I mean, I think I'll try what you said now and see if that works. I'll give you one other uh, trick, and that is that if it turns out you still have a lot of humidity in the in the crawl space, 
there is a type of vent fan that's designed to work in a crawl space. It actually fits in the space of a typical crawl space vent. And you can get these fans and have them hooked up to a humidistat, which is a humidity sensing switch. And then when the humidity gets high in the crawl space, the fan comes on and helps to pull in some dry air from the outside. Oh, wow. I would do that after you do everything else we're talking about, but that's just one other a tip that you might be able to use, okay? Is there any specific place you can get the humidistat on that vent fan from? Well, the vent fans, you could find them online, and they come with humidistats, or you can order it, okay? It's kind of like a, it's kind of like the same kind of switch that you might have for an attic fan, which I don't recommend, by the way, but it, it's humidity-based instead of temperature-based. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck. All right. Now we're heading over to Massachusetts where Eleanor has a problem with the sump pump. What's going on? I have a water problem, but it was corrected with the, uh, I think we used uh, one of the systems and they put a lower pump, an upper pump, and a on the floor pump. But the water is coming, uh, you know, in through the, uh, where the, the uh, floor joins the uh, walls. It, the pump is going like every, pro- probably every, Oh, not a a minute, more than a minute. Now, does this uh, water problem that you're describing, does it seem to get worse when you have heavy rainfall, for example? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. So that means that you have a poor drainage condition outside that absolutely needs to be addressed. All you're doing right now is evacuating water that's already getting down there, but you need to concentrate on why that water is getting down there. And the fact that it happens worse when you have hard rainfall is because the water's collecting at the foundation perimeter. The most likely source of that is a gutter system that's undersized, clogged, or the downspouts are just not extended out away from the house enough. I see this time and time and time again, and it's a shockingly simple fix if you can get them all cleaned up and extended out at least four to six feet. Once you're confident that the gutter system is properly installed and working, then you can improve the grading at the perimeter. Sometimes over the years, the soil will settle. And if you add more soil to it, you want to use clean fill dirt, slope it away from the walls. Then you can plant some grass over that or use some uh, mulch or whatever you prefer. But you've got to get that uh, drainage condition straightened out outside of your house. Putting all these pumps in is just evacuating the water, but you're still going to have Water, a lot of water in the soil that's going to freeze in the winter and put pressure on the walls doesn't change any of that. So you just need to, to reduce the amount of water that's getting there in the first place, okay? Okay. Now, somebody suggested it might be a spring under the ground. Could it yeah, be? That's, a, that's, that's what everybody says. You know, it's got to be a high water table. It's got to be a spring. No, you already told me that is absolutely not happening because you said it gets worse when it rains. Water tables move seasonally, and that's not what's okay. happening here. You're getting heavy rain. You're getting leaks. It's an easy fix, Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a try. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. 
Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AirDoctorPro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Well, if you love the look of a Chevron patterned hardwood floor, but maybe you're like, oh, it's hard to install. It's going to be expensive. How can I achieve that? Think no further, guys, because LL Flooring has a beautiful new product. It's called Bellawood Artisan Manhattan Chevron Engineered Hardwood, and it is going to make this project super easy and very gorgeous. It allows you to have this really detailed pattern in your space because each plank itself, the whole plank is arranged with the wood in that custom pattern. So one plank is going to have all your boards cut in that one angle, all going across that plank. Then the next one is going to have all those boards cut in the opposing angle. So when you lay them next to one another, when they're installed, they make that arrow chevron pattern. Now it really takes this beautiful pattern and makes the installation so much more simple so that you are able to achieve this confidently and have a gorgeous floor. The boards also have a really beautiful handcrafted distress pattern on it that really shows that natural graining and helps you to have ease of installation. And I mean, I love the look of a Chevron floor because it kind of gives you a more traditional or even a deco spin to the floor, but it also allows you to have a more modern decor in the space. It's sort of these opposing styles that makes it work so well. And now everybody can have it, which is awesome. Now, to help you picture how it can look in your home, LL Flooring has an online visualizer called Picture It. You can take a picture of a room you're designing and upload it to llflooring.com, and they will show you how this beautiful Bellawood Artisan Manhattan Chevron Engineered Hardwood or any of their 400 other styles will look in your home. Check it out today at llflooring.com. Randall in Texas is on the line and has a question for us. How can we help you today? Yes, I had a question about a bathroom vent that's on a second floor. Okay. And uh, the duct to it is vented up into the, the attic, but it's not going out through the roof. It's just kind of up there in the attic. And, of course, the roof has ridge vents and everything. And one of the questions I had with that past inspection, like if I'm going to sell the house. Right. So basically your bathroom vent, your plumbing vent, is terminating in the attic. It does not go through the roof to the exterior. Is that correct? Not the plumbing vent. The exhaust vent. Oh, the exhaust vent for the bathroom. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the answer to your question is no, it, it is not done correctly. And the reason for that is because when you take all that warm, moist air that accumulates in the bathroom from bathing and you vent it up into the attic, the first thing that's going to do is condense on the underside of the coldest part, which is the roof sheathing. Now, a couple of things can happen when that occurs. In the winter time, that condensation will... Uh, be drippy and it will get down the insulation and when the insulation gets damp it doesn't insulate nearly as well secondly uh, most of the year it'll keep that lumber and that sheathing wet and damp and if that wood stays over about 25 percent wet it starts to delaminate and very often you'll see mold and plywood deterioration because a bath was not properly ventilated solution's pretty easy though you're going to want to add a duct from that vent fan to the exterior in the shortest way possible, but I would definitely do that to avoid dumping all that moist air into the attic. That's the right way to fix that, okay? Okay, so I need a roofer so you can cut the roof. You know, you don't necessarily need a roofer. A carpenter could do this. Go to homeadvisor.com and look for a a carpenter uh, or a handyman or a roofer and read the reviews because they're all of the guys on that site are thoroughly reviewed, and this is exactly what I would do if I was 
going to find need to find somebody in my area. In fact, I have done it this way. And you'll find uh, a roofer or a carpenter or a handyman that could do this job. It's a very small project, very easy, very straightforward, and uh, that would be the best way to get it accomplished, okay? Okay. Thanks so much for calling us, Randall, at 888 Money Pit. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Well, for the last few months, we've all been cleaning our houses a lot more than we had before the pandemic. But with all these cleaning products, did you ever wonder if you were exposing yourself to toxic chemicals in the process or what impact all of these cleaning products are having on the environment? Well, a better option is JAWS, a unique system of non-toxic cleaning products that are not only effective, but also designed specifically to save on costs, reduce plastic waste, and the environmental impact of shipping products to the store or your home. And the guy behind that JAWS organization is Bruce Yakko. He joins us now, and he is a very, very busy man. Oh, we've been busy. We've really been busy. You know, we were horribly busy coming into it. Yeah. But we're running three shifts. We've added additional lines. We've added another 100 people to our workforce and done a great job of training, keeping everybody safe and healthy. And so it's been a crazy period, but uh, I feel like we're doing great things for the country. And it's been uh, pretty cool, Tom, to tell you the truth. So you're getting all the letters and things, people who are couldn't find things on the store shelves that could get the jaws disinfected and other products and health much more comfortable they were in their own environments because they found them, you know, we were able to get up to them in a couple of days and things like that. So it's been, it's been real rewarding. It's been a lot of work. You know, we've been working pretty hard since, yeah. you know, the beginning of time, but I think we've done a really exceptional job at taking care of the needs of the nation. So it's been great. 
Well, let's talk about Jaws. And for those that are listening that are not familiar with the product, of course, Leslie and I have been fans for many, many years. This is a great system, great system. It's called Jaws because Jaws stands for the Just Add Water System. So, Bruce, why don't we talk about, just to kind of set the stage here, how this line works, how it came to be, and why it's so much different than all the other cleaning products that are out there. Well, we've sold concentrated cleaners to the commercial marketplace for the last 40 years. And to upgrade those formulas to make them more consistent with what the surfaces and, and the people that you have in the homes uh, was really important as part of the process. But we knew uh, as we would deliver products into the commercial workspace, uh, having concentrates delivered in cartridges that were exactly measured every time and provide the same results each time and put that into a child resistant cartridge, which we don't have on the commercial side of our business, nor necessary, uh, whereby that cartridge, which is about the size of a roll of nickels, when inserted into a bottle that is filled with water to the fill line, the sprayer is attached, and as you attach it, you're releasing the concentrate into the water, that you're really making a consistent level of product uh, that's designed really for the home, doing it in a very economical way. You know, reusing bottles, not throwing away that bottle after a single use to a landfill or recycling it uh, really made a whole lot of sense. And and so in order to achieve all that, Tom, we needed to build a bottle that was to withstand 26 refills. So a heavier-duty bottle, having a commercial-grade sprayer. It's a tool in the commercial industry. They don't throw them away after one use. And the sprayers are designed for long-term use. And so uh, really, uh, you know, to develop that uh, system of high-performance cleaners in child-resistant cartridges that, you know, is with an elegant bottle that you're going to want to keep out rather than hide under your cabinet that's going to live the life of the cycle of the reuse in cartridges uh, is really uh, what we worked hard to create and do, and I think we've done an exceptional job at creating that. You know, and I think it keeps costs down all, all across the line, Bruce, because generally when you're shipping products or of a pre-mixed formula of a cleaning product, you're paying a lot for shipping all of that liquid, and here you're able to just send the concentrate to all of the consumers and the people who really just need to clean their homes to keep safe, and that keeps a tremendous cost down. Well, Leslie, you're absolutely right about that. I can put a million cartridges on a container and ship them to Pluto for nothing. Um, And, uh, you know, by having that versus 16,000 quarts, and 16,000 quarts of product, which you typically find on your spray on your shelves, the container weighs out. And with the million cartridges, it doesn't even weigh out. It cubes out. If it could find a bigger container to put them in, to ship them in, uh, we certainly could put more in there and, and even make it a more economical experience. But, you know, whether it be on a store shelf, which we don't do on store shelves, we're selling directly to a consumer online through JawsCleans.com. You know, you're not going to have six bottles of gloss cleaner under your cupboard, but people do have six cartridges with that single bottle that is reused. So when it goes empty, they have a cartridge of concentrate to refill that vessel and, and continue to work in their home. But uh, people do buy multiple. We, we sell a lot of to both homes and businesses, you know, 24 cartridges in a box. We I can't tell you how many we sell in that way. And, you know, the box is you know, weighs a pound and a half and is probably four inches long by three inches tall and and so it really doesn't take up a whole lot of space in your cabinet but you know whether it be shipping it across the country or across the world which we do do or it's in your home it's a real economical way to handle cleaning chemicals 
Yeah, and you mentioned your website, JawsCleans.com. I see that you've given our listeners a 20% discount with the promo code MONEYPIT. So definitely want to take advantage of that. Now, you guys have seven different formulas. I'm sure that ever since COVID started, you've been selling the heck out of the disinfectant cleaner, but you've also got uh, glass cleaner and, and countertop cleaners. Give us sort of the highlights of uh, the most popular lines. Absolutely. So every one of the products are streak-free, which, which you know drives you crazy when you're trying to clean a black piece of marble with your kitchen degreaser and it leaves streaks behind. So I just want to throw that out there up front. But we have a glass cleaner that that Good Housekeeping said of 17 they tested, well-known huge brands. It was the only one that didn't streak. It doesn't have any butyl ammonia or alcohol in it, so it doesn't leave uh, attack uh, screens such as your iPhones and iPads and, and TV screens and all that kind of stuff. So you really have a more universal use because of how safely we've designed the product. But uh, we have so we have the glass cleaner, the kitchen degreaser, marble, granite, stainless steel, cooktops, microwaves, all those modern things that you have in your home that are not that easy to clean, especially as we go to darker surfaces, like in marbles and granites and things like that. Stainless steel, of course, would show residues and things like that. So we have the kitchen degreaser. We have a floor cleaner, neutral pH, no matter what kind of floor you have, granite, marble, tile and grout, wood floors, hardwood floors, bamboo, uh, really designed for a universal use there. And nothing worse than getting that work done, looking back, having the sun come through the window, and seeing all the streaks behind that are being seen with other type cleaners that are floor cleaners that aren't neutral in pH. Uh, certainly have a wonderful shower cleaner. You spray it, you don't run for your life, you don't choke. You know, to me, something, if you spray something and you choke, it's not a good yeah, it's thing, not it's good, not right? a healthy yeah. thing. And so we're using organic salts and, and plant-based surfactants and things to remove the organics and the iron, calcium, lime type stains that you have in your shower areas works beautifully on the shower door. Again, not leaving streaks behind once you clean with it. We have all those things and we have a wonderful granite polish. Your granite is up to 25% brighter after you get done with it, something, you, you know, you use the daily kitchen cleaner, your degreaser, you probably use that uh, 100 times a day, depending on how many kids and things you have in the home. But the uh, granite cleaner about once a week would be great to restore kind of some of the luster to your granite marble and stone uh, areas in your kitchen and, and bath areas. So we really have a whole series of products. And then you said the disinfectant. It's neutral in pH. You know, most of the other disinfectants are high in pH. Therefore, they, they kind of leave residues behind and they're much less safe to work with. You know, we, the, the U.S. government buys it for all the nuclear subs. You have 500 people, you know, in a sub that's under the water for six months at a time. They can't have things that are going to cause environmental difficulties, going to attack that multi-billion dollar piece of equipment. And so, you know, they're safe for the subs and the White House and the Pentagon, and, and they're also safe in your homes. And, and, we, and that's for how hard we work to uh, create those things. Absolutely. And that's getting a, a ton of use right now, of course, for all the right reasons to say my favorite product at the moment is the window and glass cleaner. I keep a bottle in my office, not for my windows, but for my computer screens and my iPhone and my eyeglasses. I love using that stuff because it, again, it comes right off and it doesn't streak. Again, that website is jawscleans.com. Head on over to the Jaws website. You can get a 20% discount with the promo code MONEYPITBRUCE. You're doing a great job at keeping America cleaner, friend. So keep up the good work to you and your, your whole staff there uh, based in Ohio, where we have a studio as well. So uh, you're kind of in our hometown there. Thanks again, Bruce, and continued good luck with the product and the company. 
Well, we love to give away tools here on the Money Pit, and we've got a dozen set of tools to give away from Arrow Fastener in our holiday home decor giveaway. Twelve winners are going to receive a set of tools from Arrow worth over 125 bucks each to help with your home improvement holiday decor and crafts. There's the wire stapler, the plier stapler, the cordless electric stapler, and my favorite, the professional high-temp glue gun, which is super cool because um, I love this gun because it's big and made for my hands, not the tiny one that always get cramps using. And <laughs> yes. um, I made with my sister a bottle cap table for my nephew, and we were able to use this to glue all the bottle caps down, and we didn't run out of glue, and we didn't get tired, and it just flowed really nicely. It didn't make a big snaking mess like I usually end up gluing my fingers together with the other smaller ones because my hands are bigger than the gun, and the gun's hot, not this one. So I love the GT300. Uh, altogether, those tools are worth 125 Five bucks. If you'd like to enter, you can do so once a day at moneypit.com slash sweepstakes. Well, if you're thinking about updating your bedroom, a new mattress may be a good place to start. You spend a third of your life in bed, so the right mattress is definitely a must. If you've got an old saggy mattress, you're not getting the support you need for healthy sleep, and that can leave you achy and sore and generally cranky in the morning, which is not good for the rest of your family. <laughs> Five to seven years. That is the usual lifespan for a mattress. If you've got an older one, it may be time to update it uh, and go ahead and get yourself a new one. What about those uh, foam mattresses, Leslie? What are you thinking about those? I'm kind of liking mine. Yeah, you know, Charlie has a foam mattress, and he loves it. I find it to be a little too squishy when I sit down to do reading and story time. Like, I'm like, oop, I'm getting stuck in here. But he loves it. So you've got to really think about what you like best because a mattress is a super personal decision. And I know when shopping for one, I end up, like, bringing my pillow and laying on everything. And who knows if they let you do that now in the COVID times. So it's really a decision that you've got to go into with some knowledge. So first of all, let's talk about the different comfort levels that are available. Now you can choose from firm, plush, and pillow top mattresses. Now firm, that's self-explanatory. And plush is going to offer support, but allows more pressure points to sink into that mattress. And a pillow top is going to be the softest of all of them. Now you may also see salesy labeling such as ultra firm or super plush, but don't pay attention to that kind of hype. There's really no regulation for those categories, so it's kind of tough to determine what they really mean. Yeah, also be aware that the stuff that makes up a mattress can impact your comfort and well-being, too. Those with allergies and sensitivity should shop for mattresses that are constructed from all-natural and hypoallergenic materials like organic cotton and synthetic-free latex fills and, and naturally flame retardant wool casings. And the other thing, or the final thing I should say about uh, those foam mattresses is keep in mind that the newer ones also don't uh, retain heat like the older ones do. When they first came out in the summer, they were kind of miserable because you'd sweat a lot of them. But now they've kind of figured out this technology, so they're somewhat vented and comfortable year-round. And lastly, I like about these foam mattresses is the fact that most of these companies will let you try one out for like 60 days. And if you don't like it, you could send it back. What they actually end up doing is picking them up and donating them, which is also just as fine. But at least you're not committed until you're absolutely certain that it works for you. So if you've had a mattress for five years, ten years, it's time to update it. Make that your first holiday gift to yourself. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. 
See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Need some help with some projects at home? Post your questions online at facebook.com slash money pit, just like Audrey did. Now, Audrey writes, hi, I'm getting sudden bursts of very hot water in the middle of a shower. I have a gas water heater. The pilot light is on. Any ideas of why this is happening? Yes, I do. Um, what's going on, Audrey, is you have an imbalance between the hot water flow and the cold water flow. That could be caused because other things are running in the house. If you flush a toilet, that takes some cold water away from the flow, which means the mix now is heavier towards the hot water, and that can result in the difference in temperature you feel while you're in the middle of that sort of water stream. The solution is a type of shower valve called a pressure balance valve, which does just that, balances the pressure, the flow between the hot water and the cold water. It keeps the mix the same, even if you lose pressure on one side, it doesn't change the mix of hot and cold. And this way, whatever you set as your perfect shower temperature doesn't change. So that's definitely the solution. It is a plumbing project. Uh, it's a significant plumbing project. You probably have to either open up the wall and on the shower side, or if you're fortunate enough to have access behind it, you can do that. A lot of times bathrooms are up against closets, and you can cut into it from the backside so there's no mess in the bathroom itself. But the actual physical valve has to be changed, and that will stop this issue from happening. All right, next up, we've got a post from Joel who writes, I want to make my basement more usable space. The problem is the basement floor. It's poured concrete, but it's got a lot of rise and fall, ranging from 98 inches to 107 inches in ceiling height. That's kind of crazy. (laughs) That's a big difference. Yeah, yeah, nine inches? No, wow. I'll tell you what, leveling a concrete basement floor by any means is going to cost you dearly in ceiling height, especially since we're talking about a floor with a height range of, you know, basically a difference of nine inches. So I'm not sure why your floor is in the condition it's in, but the best solution in my view, would probably be to tear it out and pour a new floor. Basement floors are not usually that difficult to remove. If they're poured concrete, they can be broken up pretty simply uh, by a jackhammer. A crew of uh, two or three guys could do this in half a day, pull all that concrete out, and then just pour a new one, have it nice and level and clean, and it'll just be a lot easier on you. And you know what, Joel? Once you get that done, you can head on down to that basement, pick up some really cute area rugs, or maybe put down a laminate floor down there, and then some area rugs, and make that space a perfect family-friendly room and enjoy it. Well, if you'd like to enjoy the warm glow of a fireplace this winter, you'd better make sure the screens are clean to start. Leslie has some tips on how to do just that in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, you know, I really do enjoy sitting by the fire in the fireplace, and I want to make sure that it looks good, that it smells good, and it feels nice. But if you really want to enjoy it, guys, you've got to make sure that you're cleaning your fireplace screen once twice, you know, as many times as you need during the season. So to get the job done right, you've got to use a cleaning solution of one-eighth cup liquid dishwashing detergent per quart of water. And that's going to do wonders for any caked on dirt. So go ahead, gently scrub that screen with a soft bristle brush, and then follow up by wiping it with a lint-free cloth, and that's going to help you avoid rusting. If there's any brass sections on it, you can go ahead and polish that part of the screen with a brass cleaner and a lint-free cloth. And then everything about that screen is going to glow just like your fire. I mean, it's instant ambiance and total cozy comfort and just really makes for a great holiday season. So get on that now so you can enjoy it for the rest of this year. 
This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Coming up next time on the program, one appliance that you might own and you'll never want to be without once you do is your garbage disposer. But when it gets jammed and stops working, it pretty much shuts down the whole kitchen. The good news is that there is a super easy way to get it back in action. We're going to share that tip and more on the very next edition of the Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Hey!